We are up to the Gemara on the Yud Gimel Amid Beis, the beginning of the Gemara after the new parak. So the Mishnah listed Nidarim that are not valid Nidarim. Now the main premise of the Mishnah was it was listing, um, as I've mentioned many times, for a Nidar to take place, you have to take a permissible item, say it's like a prohibited item, but that prohibited item became prohibited, uh, prohibited by a human, like, by, uh, like a carbon. A carbon is prohibited for you to benefit from, but it's because of a human interaction, human intervention, as opposed to pork. So the Mishnah basically listed, if you say, this is like pork, it's not effective nether, this is like shkots and ramasim, it's not effective nether. The only thing that's a little strange is the first three words of the Mishnah. It says, Eilu mutarun, chulen sha'echalach. Chulen sha'echalach means this food is permitted. If I say this bread is permitted, it's not prohibited. Okay, it's pretty, uh, pretty pushed. Why is it there? So the Gemara first thinks that the reason why it's there is to deduce the following. Taima da'amar chulen sha'echalach. The reason, says the Gemara, the, ris- the reason that the first case is listed in the Mishnah is to tell you the following deduction. Because again, chulen sha'echlach technically means this loaf of bread is not, is chulen. Chulen means permitted. If I say this loaf of bread is permitted, it's permitted. Okay, shkayach, yeah, well, why would I, what's, uh, what would I think otherwise? How could it be prohibited from this? So the Gemara says, Perhaps the reason why it's in the Mishnah is for the following deduction. If you said which means means it's not chulin. The implication in the Mishnah is that if you say this bread is chulin, it's not a valid nether. But if I say it's not chulin, it is a valid nether. So now, who is this like? We've had this over many, many times over the last couple dafim. This is not like Rameyer, because Rameyer's opinion is it's not enough to say what it isn't, you have to say what it is. So according to Rameyer, saying it's not chulin is not a valid nether, you have to actually say it's kodshim. So the Gemara understands that the implication, the reason why that first case is in the Mishnah, is for the following deduction. It's only not a good nether because you said it's chulin. If you said it's not chulin, it would be a valid nether. So the Gemara says, Taim adamar chulin sha'echalach. Ha'amar la chulin sha'echalach. I, it feels so similar to the rest of my day here that I'm asking everyone to put your phones down. <laughs> if you say, not you, I was talking about that. If you say that it's not chulin, meaning if you say the food in front of you is not chulin, so what is it? It's kachim. That is a good nether. Who is that like? That's not like Rav Meir. So it must be the purpose of a mission, the beginning of Yudal and Aleph, is the, the reason why the first case of the mission is to tell you the following deduction. It's only not a good nether if you say it's chulin. If you say it's not chulin, it is a good nether. And that's like Rav Yehuda, not like Rameir. Here's the problem. If you've been following Daf Yoemi up to Yudal and Aleph, you know this, this already. If I tell you, if I say something is not chulin, is it a good nether? The answer, if you're following the dafim, is it's a machlekes, or Marin of Yehuda. It's pretty, I mean, we know this already. You didn't say what it is, you said what it isn't. You didn't say it's, it's a carbon, you said it's not chulin, which is a carbon. So it's a machlekes, or Marin of Yehuda. So the question is, why, do, why does the, 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 the whole first case of the mission is to tell you that deduction, that grace of Chiddush, I already know all this. So why is it here? Why is this first case of the Mishnah there? That's the question. If I say this bread is chulin, this bread is not carbon, it's not a good nether. Okay, that's pretty posh. It's, it's to tell you, if you said it's not chulin, it is a good nether. That's also posh. That's Rabbi Yehuda. I, I know this already. So the Gemara says, 
The answer is very simple. It's not here for any reason. It's just here for flow. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be here at all. Okay. That's the first answer. That the reason, the first case of the Mishnah, it actually is zero chiddish. It's purely there for flow, for, for reading purposes. That's answer number one. Answer number two is Ravina. Ravina says like this. Here's the deal. <clears throat> um... The, the Mishnah said like this. The Mishnah said, Ravina Amar Hachi Ketani, Ve'elu mutarim kechulen kebaser chazir kavaydis kechavim. Do you know what Ravina says? Well, what's the halach? If I say this bread is like pork, is it a good nether? No. Is it nothing? Like nothing? Like it's a, yeah, it's, it's a mamish as if I didn't say anything. But if you go to the end of the Mishnah, the end of the Mishnah said, there, the end of the Mishnah introduced a new concept, and that is if a man says about his wife, you're also to me like, uh, like my mother, like my mother's also to me, we said it's not a good nether, because again, you're, you're comparing to something that's also deraisa, so it's not a good nether, but the Mishnah said he has to do a tarasadar. Why? Because he shouldn't be doing this. It's like to, to punish him, to get him out of the habit of making nether, he has to do a tarasadar. So says the Gemara like this, the, perhaps the reason why it says that first stanza is to tell you that the following cases are mutter, like chulin sha'ichalach, right? What's the first case of the Mishnah? I say this bread is like chulin. Chulin is permitted. So this bread is permitted to me. It's not a good nether. Of course it's not a good nether. Well, why would it be a good nether? The answer is to tell you the rest of the Mishnah are mamish the same halacha. You don't have to do ataras nadarim, nothing. If I say this bread is like pork, it is nothing. Not deraisa, not derabanan, nothing. And it says that first case to tell you that the following cases are like this first case. Nothing. So perhaps the reason why I listed the first case was to purely to explain that the rest of the cases, you don't have to do anything. Neither deraisa, neither derabanan, nothing. That's perhaps what the Gemara means. Zervina Omar, hachi ketani. This is what the Mishra means. Eilu mutarin kechulin. All the rest of the cases... When you say this bread is like pork, it's not a valid nether. It's not a valid nether de raisa. It's not a valid nether de rabbana. Again, There's no need for atar sadarim. Again, because it's a valid iser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the Gemara's answer. So the reason why the first case is to tell you that. Here's the problem. If I, without that first case, wouldn't I be able to figure it out? Because you have the first seven cases of the Mishnah, which all say is not a good nether, not a good nether, not a good nether, not a good nether. And then the last case is, a husband says about his wife that she's like his mother. The halacha is, you have to do atar sadarim. The fact that the last case of the Mishnah says you have to do atar sadarim implies the first seven you don't. I don't need this first case to tell me that the beginning of the Mishnah, it's not a nether at all, neither the rice nor I'll be able to figure it out. Because if I have seven cases and they're all the same psak, mutter, 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 and then the last case is hatar sadarim, what does that tell you? It tells you the first seven cases you don't have to do hatar sadarim. I don't need this first line. I don't need chulun shayichlach to tell me that. I can figure it out from context. If you read the Mishnah, you'll be able to tell that the first seven cases you don't have to do hatar sadarim. It's dafka with a husband and wife, as we'll see in the next Gemara, that you have to do hatar sadarim. You don't need the first case to tell you that. So the Gemara says... Uh, you'd have to How could you think that? Since the last case of the Mishnah says because of the last case of the Mishnah is the only case that the Mishnah says you have to do a tarsadarim. It means the first cases you don't. So that can't be a reason why the first line is there. We have to go back to the original answer, which is that the chulun shayichlach is just there for flow. It actually teaches you nothing. Anyway, yeah, but I can't 
can't remember when you have a miyot and a rubri, it's to apply the halacha back to everything. Yeah, but that's what that's biblical stuff, not a mishnayos usually. Like mishnayos. What we're thinking over here. Uh, no, but uh, but it, it, the, the flow, I think you'd figure it out. I mean, is that a, yeah. In the Torah, we have nothing that's useless and nothing that. Yeah, but this is a mishnah. No, for flow, because it was Mishra was oral. They had to they had to do it by heart. So it was all oral it was all by heart. So they they would add mnemonic devices to help you remember. So if that helped with the flow. Okay. Now <clears throat> we said in the Mishnah, the basic premise of the Mishnah is that if I say this bread is like pork, it's not a valid nether because pork is Asidaraisa already. It's only valid if I say it's like something prohibited, but prohibited by human interaction or human intervention. What's the source of this? What's the source in the Pasuk that if I say a nether, it has to be something that's prohibited now, but was only became prohibited because of humans? So the Gemara says, The Pasuk says, if you make yidar nether, yidar nether, two lashonas of a nether, which means, yidar nether means that I'm taking a bread and I'm making a nether about something that I made a nether about. So you have an animal, I made a carbon. So that's like a nether that's using my mouth to make it aser. And then I take bread, yidar nether. I'm taking bread and I'm saying it's like that carbon. Okay. So the Gemara wants to know like this. Um, the Pasuk, I'll read you the Pasuk. Okay, so that means that, that if you want the nether to take effect, you have to take the permissible item. It has to be a bad or prohibited item that became prohibited through a nether, not pork. Then the Pasuk says, Le'esar iser al nafshoi. What does le'esar iser kind of sound like? Le'esar iser, iser is prohibition. Doesn't that kind of sound like that it could be, even if you said it's a bad or prohibition? So like, what do you do with those words? Right, the flow of the pasuk. I get the beginning of the pasuk sounds like what we're saying, but then it says la esar iser al nafshay that you made a prohibition. Iser sounds like la esar iser that if you take the bread and you say it's like an iser, like pork, it should sound like it's valid from the end of the mishnah. It kind of sounds like it should be valid. So what do you do at the end of that mishnah? So the uh, end of the pasuk. So the gemara says lekidetanya uh, The answer is that last part of the pasuk we used for yesterday's drasha that we said. Ezo Iser in the Mishnah we said yesterday. Ezo Iser Ha'amar B'tayra. What's in Iser Ha'amar B'tayra? And that's here. Um, we had in yesterday's Yudbezim. Sorry, Yudbezim and Alf. Ezo Iser Ha'amar B'tayra. Amar Inishalei Chabaser Shalei Shayayin Kiyom Shemais Bayav Kiyom Shemais Bayav. Remember two days ago that we said that if I say I'm not going to eat food today. I'm not going to eat bread like the day of my father's yard site, the day of my Rebbe's yard site. It takes effect. They darshan that from that Pasuk. So the end of that Pasuk is used for that specific case as opposed to pork. Okay. Bye during the Gemar. Okay. So we said in the Mishnah that if you say about your wife, if you say to your wife, you're also to me like my mother. So the halacha is, it's not a valid nether doraisa because you're assering her uh, based on something that's prohibited from the Torah, a mother, but it's rabbinically you have to do a tarsadarm. That was the Mishnah. So it's rabbinically you have to do a tarsadarm, but it's not biblically another. Here's the problem. But, but it, 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 it doesn't take. Yeah, but rabbinically you have to do a tarsadarm okay. because we don't want you to get accustomed to making the dharma about your wife. So the Mishnah says like this the Gemara says, or mini, I have a contradiction. Hare atalai ima. Wait, sorry, sorry. Is it a, it's not because it's about your wife. It's because you, you're saying something that is usher. No, so right, no, no, no. Most Rishonim say it's dafka about a wife. 
Most Rishonim. Most Rishonim say it's dafka in the case of a wife that we make you do Atar Sadarim, not by bread and pork. It's no, dafka. No, by... no, that's, that's for the Atar and Nedarim part. But the yeah. fact that it doesn't take, it's because, isn't it because it's something that Asur, just like pig is Asur? Yeah, your mom's Asur yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't take because of that. Correct, but you still have to do Atar Sadarim rabbinically because we don't want you to get accustomed to doing this. But that's because it's your wife. You're, 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 yes, you're yes. It? Meaning, yeah, okay. meaning, if I have a loaf of bread and I say this loaf of bread is like pork, it doesn't take effect biblically and it doesn't take effect rabbinically. We don't make you do asadar we don't really care so much. But if you say to your wife, you're asad to me like my mother, so it doesn't take effect because your mother is asad to you all deraisa anyway. But because you did this, we don't want you to do this in the future. We're going to make you rabbinically do asadar. That's from the Mishnah. The Gemara says, or many, I have a contradiction. The Bryce says, If you say to your wife, you're like the, the flesh of my mother, like the flesh of my sister, all these prohibitions, yeah, doesn't take effect. So the question is, our mission has said, this just says it's not a good nether. It doesn't say anything about Atar Sadarim. So do you have to do Atar Sadarim or not? So I'm Rabbiya. Abayas is very simple. That Bryce just says it doesn't take effect. Biblically, it doesn't take effect. There's a rabbinic issue that you have to do Atar Sadarim. That Bryce didn't get into. But Abayas says, yes, it doesn't take effect biblically, but it takes effect rabbinically. Rav Omer, he has a different answer. And that is, he says like this. Why is it that we make you do Atar Sadarm? Because we don't want you to do, in the future, we don't want you to make other Nadarim on your wife because you're not going to know the difference, right? You're, you say about your wife, oh, you're asking me like my mother. And you go to the rabbi and the rabbi says, that's nothing, it's fine. And if you don't make him do Atar Sadarm, what's going to happen? He's going to do in the future again, but instead of mother, he's going to say niece. Not realizing that niece is actually not usher to you. And, and again, in the case of Nice, you have to know the situation. The point is it could lead to an actual nether without him realizing it. So Rava says like this, Rava says, whether you do have to do a Tarsadarm just depends on whether the person is a Tamil Chacham or he's an Amenaretz. If he's a Tamil Chacham and he just had a lapse of judgment, he got upset and he said something he shouldn't have said, we, we're not afraid that it's going to lead to other actions. This is a one-time mistake, but we trust him that, that he won't he won't make another error in the future. There's no need for a tarzadarm. In Amaaretz, it has to do a tarzadarm. So Rava says, when the Brisa says you don't have to do a tarzadarm, it could work with the Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about an Amaaretz. The Brisa is talking about a Tamachachim. But Tanya, we actually have a Brisa that backs up Rava that there's a distinction between an Amaaretz and a Tamachachim. Hanoider b'tayra liyomar klum. If you make a nether against the Torah, meaning you make a nether about something that's prohibited from the Torah, it doesn't take effect at all. Like the case of the mother, right? You say your wife, she's also like the mother. Vam Rav Yechanan, v'tzara sheilas chacham. But Rav Yechanan says you need to do the Torah sedarim. Vam Rav Nachman, v'tamel chacham in etzara sheila. And Rav Nachman says it doesn't apply to a tamel chacham. So you see that this distinction between a tamel chacham and an amaretz. Okay. Now, new topic. Now, Tanya, the Bryce says like this, Hanoider. Now, this is where this Masech is a little tricky. When it says Neder, it actually means Shavuah. It does not mean Neder. And, and that's important. Um, it's, it's a mistake or it's, it's a, uh, you know, I mentioned on Shabbos that, that the Rishonim point out that Meseches Nedarim has different lingo. It has the language just does not read like other Mesechtes. So there's two explanations amongst the Rishonim as to why this is. And they're probably both right. One explanation is that Ravashi, whenever he printed these Gemaras, whenever he made Gemara, he went through editing twice. 
for any mistakes and to make the flow, he, he edited it twice. Apparently in Adarim he was only able to edit once, for whatever reason. Um, another explanation is from Rav Shuragain. Rav Shuragain says that Masechus Adarim was not studied in Babylonia by the Gainim. It was not studied. They, they didn't want to get involved in Adarim. They felt the best way was just to avoid studying the Masechus Adarim. So they actually didn't learn Adarim on a regular basis. It was learned in Yerushalayim. Because it was learned in Yerushalayim, some of the Yerushalmi-isms got in. So they're probably both right. This is an example where the word neder actually means shvuah. Which it's it's like they're not synonyms because they have major differences in halachas. Well, neder takes effect only on an item. A shvuah takes effect on a gavra. There's been there many differences. The example is this brisa. A neder can take effect even if you don't say Hashem's name. For a shvuah to take effect, you either have to say God's name or you have to say the lashon of shvuah. I swear. You see, we've had this entire masechta so far. Karban kainam. That's all neder talk. For a shvuah to take effect, you actually have to say anin or shvuah, whatever. You have to say a lashon of I swear, or you have to say God's name. Those are the two options for a shvuah to take effect. This Bryce is dealing with the following scenario. You said a shvuah, but you didn't say I swear, and you didn't say God's name, but you said based on a sefer You pointed to the sefer and you said, with that, I won't eat. The question is, did you mean the parchment of the sefer or did you mean what's written in the Sefer Torah, which is God's name? That's the question. I don't know. Maybe you mean the parchment. You never said God's name. You just said, bah, with this. And you pointed. That could mean with the printing and with the paper and with the ink. Or it could mean with what's written there. So that's the question is, is it a good shvuah? Tanya, Hanoider b'tayra, if you make a shvuah that you're not going to eat something with the tayra, meaning based on the tayra, loyamaklum, doesn't take effect. Why? Because we think you mean the cloth. We, we think you mean the, the parchment. If you say, I won't eat with what's written in the Torah, so then you're specifying the words of the Torah, the words of the Torah have God's name in it, so it's a valid shvuah. It's very okay, yom. Okay, so far, so good. Then the Brisa ends off with the last case. If you say I won't eat with the Torah and what's written in it, it's a valid shvuah. Let me ask you a question. Of course it's a valid shvuah. Of course it's a valid shvuah. If I say what's written in the Torah, it's a valid shvuah. And if I say the Torah and what's written in it, I added I added the word ba, it's still a valid shvuah. Of course it's a valid shvuah. If you say ba, it's a valid shvuah. Why do you have to say It's not necessary. That's the Gemara's kasha. So the Gemara says, Katani If you say that you made a shvuah based on what's written in the Torah, it's a valid shvuah because it means God's name. Then the Brisa says, Then you have to say the last case. The last case is that you made a shvuah with the Torah and what's written in it. Why do you have to say the Torah? If I know that just saying what's written in it is enough to make a shvuah, then you don't have to say with the Torah. So it's not necessary. That's the question. So the Gemara basically gives three answers. Answer number one, Amr of Nachman. Loi kasha. The answer number one is there's a distinction with where the Sefer Torah is. If the Sefer Torah is being held in your hands, all you have to say is what's written in it, that's enough. If the Sefer Torah is on the floor or in front of you and you're pointing, then you have to say, with the Torah and what's it? You need to say both. 
Because if you just say with what's written in it, it's not clear as much if you're not holding it. You see, when you're holding it, it's clear what you're talking about. When the Sefer is not being held, it's just sitting on a table in front of you, you have to say, The Gemara says, If the Sefer is on the floor, then we assume that you actually mean the actual parchment. Unless you say, if you're holding in your hands, then you just have to say you just have to say and that's enough. So the, why does the Brisa say that you, the why does the last case, which is where you need to say both, that's talking about where the Sefer is sitting on the table in front of you. You need to say both. If you just say what's written in it, not enough. That's answer number one. Answer number two is yeah, the answer actually could be very simple. Really, the entire Bryce is talking about one case. The Sefer is in front of you. What's the, what's the question? First, there were three halachas in the Bryce. Halacha number one, if you say ba, if you say, I swear by the Torah, no good, because we think it means the actual parchment. Then the, then the Bryce said, if you swear by what's written in the Torah, it's a valid nether, because it means God's name. Then the Bryce said, if you say the Torah and what's written in it, both valid shvuah. So the Gemara says, why do you need that? It's pretty posh. If I know that just saying Meshachasavah is a valid shvuah, definitely it's a valid shvuah if I say the Torah and what's written in it. If all you have to say is what's written in it, you definitely... So the answer could be, Zuva Afsarach Lomar Zukatani. Sometimes Bryce's um, build and make it crescendo of bigger chidushim, and sometimes they actually make lesser chidushim. This is an example of it's going down in chidushim. It is poshit. It doesn't. You're right. You, the second case it is the chidush. The third case is pretty poshit. It's just there. It's you know just to clarify all cases. It's not a chidush at all. The Gemara says Third answer is change the girsa. The last case is bameh. The, the last case is actually not where you said the Torah and what's written in it. You just said the Torah. And the reason why it works, the Gemara says, The answer could be the last case. Again, this is Shailin the Rishon, I'll go with the Ran. This is the actual flow of the Brisa. The first two cases of the Brisa, the Sefer Torah, is sitting on the table in front of you. If you say the Torah, not good enough. If you say what's written in it, it is good enough. The last case, change the girsa. It's not where you said both. You just said the Torah. Just said the Torah. And it wasn't good if it was in front of you, but if you're holding it, it is enough. So the last case is where you're holding the Sefer Torah. And change the girsa. It's not where you said both Lashinas. You just said the Torah. And it's enough because you're holding it. If the Torah is on a table, you have to actually say what's written in the Torah, saying saying the Torah is not enough. Okay. I think I'm pretty, it's like a chart. You have to chart out the, you know, the different answers. Okay. Let's go a little bit weiter, and then we'll finish up the daf. Um, the Mishnah said like this, Koinam, Koinam again is the Lashon of a nether. It's the translation of carbon. Koinam Sha'ani Yashan. If you say Koinam, that I won't sleep. So you're answering sleep upon yourself. Sha'ani Medaber, that I won't speak. Sha'ani Mahalach, that I won't walk. If you say to the wife, that we won't be together, we won't have relations, all of these take effect. And if you break any of these, you have to, you're over the prohibition of breaking a nether. Yeah, but it's not possible not to sleep. So the Gemara is going to go through this. It depends how long you set it for. You could not sleep for a couple of days.
Now, um, okay, we'll have to also figure out what Lushan is because the nether doesn't take effect on, it only takes effects on objects. That's why, remember the last mission, it was my mouth from not speaking. So we'll have to figure out in the Gemara exactly what the case is. Let's start the Gemara and then we'll stop. Itmar. What if you said like this? I won't sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. Meaning, it's Monday. You said, I'm answering sleep on Monday if I sleep tomorrow. So if I sleep on Tuesday, I'm not able to sleep today. If I don't sleep on Tuesday, I could sleep today. So, correct. Why not? That's virtual active. Well, no. Very simple. I won't sleep if I... I if I sleep tomorrow, I if I sleep, sleep tomorrow, then I'm allowed to sleep today. If I don't sleep tomorrow, I'm not allowed to sleep today. That's the question. The question is, can I sleep today and rely on the fact that I won't sleep tomorrow? Meaning, if I want to sleep on Monday, the only way I could do that halachically permissibly is if I don't sleep on Tuesday. So can I, I said, if I sleep on Tuesday, I won't sleep on Monday. If I, if I, if I, if I won't sleep on Monday, if I don't sleep on Monday, I'm allowed to sleep on Tuesday. So the question is, can I, again, kainam... I won't sleep today. I swear I won't sleep today. I won't sleep on Monday if I sleep on Tuesday. So if I sleep on Tuesday, I can't sleep today. If I don't sleep on Tuesday, I could sleep today. So the question is, can I sleep today and then just not sleep tomorrow? The, the, the Shavuah has two components to it. There's today and tomorrow. If I sleep today, I have to not sleep tomorrow. If I sleep tomorrow, I can't sleep today. So the question is, can I sleep today because I'm tired? And then I'll just stay up all night tomorrow. I'll, 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 can I do that? Or, can't do that. You can't put yourself in a matziv where you started the ball rolling. The shavuah is only forbidding sleep on Monday. Meaning, if I... I'm not going to sleep tomorrow. Huh? I'm not going to sleep tomorrow. That you can't sleep tomorrow. I made sure I can't sleep tomorrow. Correct. By sleeping today, that action is kind of completing my shavuah that I won't sleep tomorrow. No, no. The lashon of shavuah is, I swear I won't sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. Meaning... If I sleep tomorrow, if I sleep on Tuesday, then I can't sleep today. If I don't sleep tomorrow, I could sleep today. I have two choices. I could either just stay up all day today and avoid the problem. Because if you stay up all Monday, the Shavuah is done. The Shavuah is only answering sleep on Monday. I could just stay up all Monday and we're fine. Or I could take a risk. I'm going to sleep today. Uh, but you, you said, and I have to stay up all tomorrow. Meaning, am I allowed to do that? Because sleeping today is only prohibited if I sleep tomorrow. So I have two choices. I could just stay up all day today and just, and just crush the Shiloh, crush the Shavuah right now. It's done. Or I could sleep today and now I'm putting myself into a ticking time bomb because if I sleep tomorrow, I'm over the Shavuah. If I don't sleep tomorrow, I'm not over the Shavuah. Am I allowed to do that? So the Gemara says, You're not allowed to sleep today because you might sleep tomorrow. Meaning, you're not allowed to sleep today and say, I'll stay up tomorrow. No, no good. And Rachim says, no, you're allowed to sleep today and just make sure you don't sleep tomorrow. All right, so... <laughs> we'll stop here. I'll, I'll, I'll just in a minute. Very funny. We'll stop here. Um, hold on one second. Well, if a person makes another like that, they just... Recording stopped. Hey,